Probably. By Degna Stone. All the white citizens calling police on African Americans engaged in typical everyday activities. It is time for us to come together as one united people. For the top Google searches in the UK, what is the European Union? Voters asking what it is, they just left. Happened again. Just nine days after the uproar in Ferguson, a grand jury in New York City has refused to indict yet another white police officer said to have killed an unarmed black man. That's now the highest number in Europe. It's the second highest in the world. Is it normal to wake in the night? Terrified. I've been a northerner 20 years this summer. At the end of last century, the proud owner of a drinker's degree, I had a quarter-life crisis. Upped sticks, ran away from the Midlands, landed in the west end of Newcastle. A new place. A chance to start again, be someone different. But nothing changed. Same shit, different city. I spent my days drunk or on my way to getting there, always on the brink of doing something wrong. I like a drink. It gives me armour. I thought it gave me clarity, but my judgement was always clouded. I spent the year partying like it was 1999, because it was 1999. I never knew that time would move so quickly. Not much happens. Then everything does, all at once. And here I am, a couple of decades lost. When I turned 40, I made a list. 40 things to do when you're 40. By the end of the year, I'd managed about five. Now it's a list of 40 things to do in your 40s. If at first you don't succeed, shift the goalposts, restart the game. I'm halfway through the decade, but still not halfway through the list. It feels like I'm getting nothing done. Time is counting down, always counting down, and it's hard to make good decisions against the clock. Is it normal to wake in the night, terrified? I wish I'd packed lighter on the way to middle age, instead of adding to the luggage of my childhood, picking up extra baggage with each relationship, each friendship, claiming more when they ended, and they always ended. Shouldn't things be clearer? Shouldn't life make sense? I've started over more than once when things didn't turn out right, tried and failed to reboot my brain. Is it too late to start again? I want someone, anyone, to blame. I blame my parents' divorce. I blame failing my A-levels. I blame getting caught shoplifting. I blame my mum. I blame the colour of my skin. I blame wanting to get out of my hometown as soon as possible, whatever the cost, I blame the drink. I blame being easily led. I blame having unmanageable hair. I blame not believing my dad when he said I would have to work twice as hard to get half as far. I blame acid tabs and speed. I blame the Spice Girls and Princess Di. 
I blame the Smiths era Morrissey. I blame growing up in poverty. Is it normal to wake in the night terrified? I'm supposed to show my kids how to make their way in this world, teach them to follow their dreams, but I don't even know where I'm going and my dreams haven't led me where I'd hoped I'd be. No one tells you you'll get everything wrong. No one prepares you for the realization that your parents are suddenly so old. I'm not ready for them to leave. Not ready to take over the controls. I'm making too many mistakes as I go. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm never going to know what I'm doing. And the knowledge that the boomers were just as clueless doesn't help. No wonder we've left the world in such a state. Bloody hell, what's the point? Nothing makes sense, and trying to find some semblance of sanity is driving me mad. I'm supposed to live in this skin, and not acknowledge that its shade makes some people hate me. I carry cognitive dissonance around in the fat of my belly, the pouches of my jowls and the saddlebags on my hips. It wobbles and sags. It's heavy. I see doubt in the mirror every morning see it reflected back at me in grocery store windows. I'm supposed to see inequality and poverty all around, but believe that there's no need for a safety net, that if you work hard enough, you'll be rewarded. But look at us now, brought to the edge of collapse by an enemy we can't see. Is it normal to wake in the night, terrified? 20 things I'm learning to do properly in my 40s. 1. Fold laundry, KonMari style. 2. Consume in moderation. That's a lie. 3. Look after a chihuahua. 4. Spot a liar. 5. Take care of my gums. 6. Enunciate. 7. Let go of past mistakes. 8. Look after my hair. 9. Forgive others. 10. Forgive myself. That's another lie. 11. Binge on TV instead of food. 12. Zoom. 13. Keep a bullet journal. 14. Drink without getting drunk. 15. Speak French. 16. Raise a family. 17. Treat athlete's foot effectively. 80. Find peace. 19. Love unconditionally. 20. Accept myself as I am. I'm lying again. I still don't measure up to the woman I wanted to be. Is it normal to wake in the night terrified? I'd hoped that turning 42 would suddenly reveal the answers to life, the universe and everything. But life remains unfathomable. The universe, still terrifying. Everything is as short of meaning as ever. And now I've reached an age where I might have something to say, I have become an invisible woman. Turns out... Invisibility is not a superpower. 
doesn't give you the freedom to go anywhere, do anything. It's true that no one notices you. But what change can you bring when you're glanced over, disregarded, ignored? And the truth is, it's lonely. But you're not permitted to feel alone when you've built a family around yourself. When you place yourself in the centre of a unit that functions as a whole, your identity is subsumed. And though you feel loved and needed, you've never felt such loneliness. You can't tell anyone this. No one wants to hear it. No one would believe you. You can't make them understand that it's not your place in the physical world, but the place inside your own head. A hostile environment. Unforgiving. No one, no matter how close, can know how that feels. And then, just when you need some stability... Your own body turns against you too. It becomes a problematic friend you can't ghost out of your life. Is it normal to wake in the night, terrified? In the days before COVID-19, I sat in an audience and listened to one American poet asking another what it meant to live in this human moment. I thought she would rail against the terror of 45 in the White House. I was surprised when she spoke about something bigger. The two great lies that society is ruled by and that will be our undoing. In her mouth, exposing the first lie, the lie of white supremacy, begins to make sense. In my mouth, it would feel like a threat. She almost laughed when she spoke of the second lie the lie of human superiority over all animals and how it had led us to destroy the planet we're stranded on. She said we should try to be more like animals and less like them at the same time. She also said we're ten years too late but the nihilistic 17-year-old part of my brain knows we're not killing the earth. We're a virus she's suffering from. Once our extinction provides the cure planet Earth will be right as rain. The end days would be hell to live through, though, wouldn't they? Have we left it too late? Climate change, climate crisis, climate emergency. The words are shifting. Our inaction remains the same. Coronavirus pandemic started in China... I've been worrying about the wrong things. We've been worrying about the wrong things. After lockdown, will we go back to our normal routines? Pretend that none of this happened? Pretend that tens of thousands of mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and sons and daughters and friends haven't died needlessly? Many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. I should have listened to that 17-year-old a little more. She didn't want to have kids, swore she'd never get married, only wanted herself to worry about. She could see even then that we were on our last legs. She was always waiting for catastrophe. Where did she go? Why did I leave her behind? Is it normal to wake in the night, terrified... 
Would there be an end to violence if we treated all animals with kindness? We turn a blind eye to a world full of unimaginable cruelty. Focus on the best of humanity while shutting out the screams caused by the worst. It's normalised to dismiss an animal's basic instinct to survive and slaughter them on an ungodly scale. Producing more meat than we could ever need, throwing away more than we could ever eat. They say the workers in slaughterhouses lose a little piece of their soul each day. Each day they become more cruel, see everything and everyone around them as something to be controlled and subdued. Is it normal to wake in the night, terrified? Did nihilistic 17-year-old me have it right? Was it a mistake to bring children into this mess when I can do nothing to keep them safe? When I can't protect them from the politicians, elected to serve but who only serve the pursuit of power, who only believe in the false god of extreme wealth? The fables we grew up with got it wrong. Fairy tale villains don't act anything like the crooks we face in real life. And it's more common to find a wolf in politicians' clothing than in sheep's. In a time where people who are definitely not racist will gladly vote for someone who definitely is, what am I supposed to tell my children? Should I have voted more often with my head than my heart? Should I have been less set on a socialist utopia? Had we gotten so used to being powerless we forgot those marks could cause chaos? That each X in a box is a butterfly we can't control? And now we are faced with impossible numbers. The dead will always outnumber the living, but this is different. This was preventable. When all this is over, will it take an hour, a day, a week to name the dead? How on earth did it come to this? Is it normal to wake in the night terrified? Is this an alarm that we should be heeding? Should we be paying more attention? Are things going to get worse before they get better? Will things get better? Is it as easy as staying home? Do we need to bring down this system of government? Is it enough to only use what we need? Is it enough to give up fast fashion, wear clothes made to last? Is it as simple as eating less meat? As simple as being kinder to each other, treating each other with respect? Is it as simple as acknowledging the lies of white supremacy and human superiority? Probably. Probably was written and performed by Degna Stone with music by Simrit, Sadina Mboop and Jeff McKilwain. Produced and edited by Matt Jamie. And do subscribe to our podcast, Playstream, wherever you get your podcasts.